Juan, how are you doing today? Good. Everybody good? Doing good. Um, good, thank you. The, uh, AWS Think Big Space Innovative Technology Podcast here at River Oaks. Um, I'm the moderator of the podcast today. Um, our topic today is going to be about um, working in the virtual and in-person hybrid learning model today. Um, and joining us, we have uh, two teachers that I see so far. Um, we have uh, Miss Kim, um, who has been in the uh, school with us for the past uh, several weeks. And we also have Miss um, uh, C. Thompson in the um, room joining us as well. Um, so the idea in the conversation today is just to um, kind of take at ease um, any questions or any concerns you might have um, going over, switching over from the uh, virtual model to the hybrid model um, of the teaching environment here. Um, we also have joining us today, um, Ms. Sells, the Innovative Techno um, Instructional Technology Coach, thank you. And then we also have um, Ms. Grove here as well. And then Ms. Um, Hurt should be joining us also too um, to answer any questions that you all may have. Um, so before we get started, um, just wanted to remind you of a couple things that um, if you do have questions, um, you can either uh, put them in the chat or you can uh, raise your hand um, in order to uh, keep the feedback to not have any, um, just ask that you mute your microphone. Um, and um, for that, we'll go ahead and get started. Um, and I see uh, Ms. Thompson's in here and I see, uh, I don't see Ms. Uh, Hall here just yet, but um, well, we'll go ahead and um, start. Um, so Ms. Thompson, um, first question I have for you is, um, how do you manage students in person and virtually at the same time? It's almost the same as doing it from home because I will sit at my desk and my computer is connected to the smart board. So the kids that are there can see what's happening up on the smart board. They don't have to have their computers on. The ones that are at home are seeing what we're seeing. Um, so basically the kids looking through their plastic covers of their desks can see anything I'm doing and the ones on the computer can see me. So it's, it's not like a whole different thing. If you wanna use the camera that follows you around, you can, but I found it easier not to. Okay. Um, does anybody have a follow-up question for uh, Ms. Thompson about um, managing the students in person and virtually? I have a question. Okay. Um, how do you do deal with like, monitoring students on Zoom and also having students in person at the same time? Like, do you have another screen that you look at students on Zoom so then you're not having to have Zoom and whatever you're showing on your smart board on your computer screen? Okay, well, luckily we've had a substitute aide. Mm -hmm. So the aide could walk around to the four kids that are actually in the room and like make sure they're on the right page or I have them hold up and show me show me that you're on the right page that I'm on right here with these guys. Um, so that's been a big help. I'm not sure how we're either sharing our aids or more substitutes are being um, put in for when you guys come. I was also going to chime in too that a lot of the teachers, you're able to go through and make it so that your smart board 
is your second monitor. So if you want to go through and project something on your smart board and share it with the kids at home and then go through and actually use your desktop monitor, I'm sorry, your laptop monitor to go through and view the kids on Zoom, you can also do it that way as well. Ms. Thompson, yeah. my question to you is, how do you do guided instruction? Guided reading? Yes. Okay, so reading. when we've gotten off of the whole group time, nine to 10, and it's time for small reading groups, the ones that are in the room start working on whatever was given for them to work on, and the kids that got off the computer start working on that and the ones that need to be there for the reading group are still there. So I'm still at my desk. And if anyone in the room is in that reading group, they're paying attention to the smart board. The other two or three are doing their work <laughs> and it kind of goes, okay. It's been, you know, for the three weeks we were there, it was okay. They kind of tone me out and do the work they're working on. And the one who's in the group at the time is paying attention to what we're doing in the group. Awesome. Best we can. <laughs> Any other uh, questions about um, the maintaining social distancing or anything in the classroom? I do have a question. So Ms. Thompson, you are, you have your lesson on your smart board, your students are on your computer, correct? Is that how you're looking at them? That's not how I do it. I've okay. got my students on the computer, just like we are right here, and that's projected up to the screen because I just use my smart board as the kids in the room can now see everything that we're doing right here on here, just as if we were still just doing it at okay. home. So you do put so the what whole is on canvas is what is projected on your smart board. If I go to canvas and show them something, otherwise the kids are projected like the so Zoom is on your smart board pretty much, just like this right yeah. now with the spoon on your smart board. Okay. Yes, because I just did it as, a, I didn't extend like Kelly was just saying and make the smart board another thing to show and then the kids are here because I'm just not used to doing that. So I just, it's easier for me to just have it be up on the smart board so that the kids can see bigger right. what I'm holding in front of me and doing and the kids at home can still see. And I make myself bigger on the screen. Awesome, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, any other uh, questions about that? Okay. Yeah. Um, Did you have your hand up, Ms. Davis? Uh, yes, uh, so okay. I guess my question would be is, um, what would your suggestion be for those students that are receiving ESOL, SPED, or reading um, additional reading support outside of like, especially if you see um, cause I know they're not like if they had the pullout time and I, I know there's been different talks, but what have you seen has worked really well with those pullout times for the extra services? Um, or what do you think like the biggest issue that you see ongoing? Believe it or not, they go to their ones at school. So their laptop is plugged into a cord that's got everybody plugged in. And if they've got to go to Ms. Hargrove, uh, Bridget Carter, a April Barrett, whoever, they go to that and they have little earphone things and they just do it. And then we're doing other things all around it. So it actually 
goes along. <laughs> so they just go to the separate Zoom links like they if they like they were doing before, right? Yep, yeah. as if they were at home. Yep. Uh, nice. Um, on that note, uh, Miss Kim, do you have anything to add about um, what ESOL and EL services and how you go to um, pull kids out if you're here in school? Sorry, I'm sorry. Can I have one follow up to that last thing? Oh, sure. Um, Miss Sells, you mentioned uh, what we were just talking about with the Zoom on your computer issued, uh, right, laptop to see all the students. Will you, um, I don't know, I guess I just want to make sure, um, are you available to like make sure everything is good to go with, with that end of it next week? Yes, well, and even, even the days that you guys are coming in this week to set up everything before the kids roll in, I'm here every single day. This okay. is actually why I'm in the building today to go through and help you guys whenever you're here. Okay, hey, thanks. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I was just gonna say, um, it's just like what Ms. Thompson said, I do all of my pullouts virtually. So, um, because it's just been kindergartners, their teachers set them up on the computers, just make sure they have the correct ID and passcode. And then it's basically like the same thing I've been doing at home. It's just now in the classroom. Now, Miss Kim, do you ever take students from one class and combine them with another class and do like a pull out and go anywhere or do you just still do everything virtual? It's all been virtual. No, okay. um, the only like physical part, I've only recently started pushing in um, the last couple of weeks, it works out in a way where I'm only visiting one teacher per day. So I'm not visiting several different classrooms in one day. So. Okay. They also have where anybody coming into your room has to sign yeah. the board that's hanging outside your door. They don't want a lot of crossing over from one room to another. Um, the PE music art, well, Art, I guess we'll start tomorrow, uh, have come into the room for your specials time and the others are zoomed in. So they, they basically bring their laptop, set it on top of yours, hook it in and then the ones zooming, see what the ones are doing in the room. But PE, since there's two of them, one of them does the virtual part and one comes in the room and just does in the room stuff. Um, very nice. And then going on that note about um, entering in the, the classroom and everything, uh, Ms. Thompson, can you tell us how um, the students get um, breakfast and lunch? Um, do they go actually go to the cafeteria or is it brought down to them? And if, if so, um, how does that work? And how much does breakfast and lunch cost? Breakfast and lunch costs nothing for the kids. So they get it pretty much whether they want it or not. And they've ordered so you've written down your little order for the days of the week and sent it down to the cafeteria they bring it all to you it's either like cereal or something hot french toast sticks or a cheese egg sandwich something um and then lunch is also brought to you our specials end right just about before lunch so that's right when the lunches are arriving when the specialists are finished with us and then they come back, come get all the trash. So the kids don't leave the room other than going out for recess. So I have no idea what the recess time slots are gonna look like now because it was pretty full just with kindergarten and first. So 
Good luck. <laughs> Ms. Thompson, how long does your breakfast time last? Uh, they're usually bringing it down by about 8.45 and the kids are eating, getting done before our Zoom time starts at 9.15. So there's a set time. It's 8.45 to 9.15. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yes, Ms. Davis. I guess to piggyback on that, I kind of think of like the logistic aspect, especially after lunch and like the, in, in the classrooms that are in the, in the normal world, we would you know, um, have students go to the restroom before or after lunch or at, um, or recess. So with the limited, you know, given that students aren't leaving the room, how do you manage the bathroom breaks? Like, do you have students clean the restroom in between? Do you clean? Like what, what um, suggestions do you have for that? Just, do they just go whenever they want or is there like a scheduled time? So they're not all out of, out of their seats like they would be before? Well, there's only four kids on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so they can see if someone's gone into the bathroom or not. They come out, wash their hands. Um, after a couple times, if someone's gone, either myself or my aid substitute person goes and just sprays it. And um, they really haven't gone to the bathroom excessively. Um, the other days I have five, but again, they can see if somebody's not in their chair, mm -hmm. if they've gone to the bathroom. So it's not, hasn't been hard to manage. I don't know how many you've got coming in. I have four and three. I mean, like, I'm just thinking it's, like, um, not going to be hard. Yeah. I didn't, th I didn't think so, but you know, just yeah. logistics. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, good. My next question for you, uh, Ms. Thompson, um, the policy about, um, students and wearing masks, um, do the children have to, the students have to wear masks all day? Um, and my follow-up to that is, um, what about teachers and staff? Are they expected um, to wear their masks all day? Yes, you need to wear your mask all day. The kids do, except for when they're eating something. And it's been told to us that they can take their mask off, leave it on their desk when we're going out for recess. And then when they come back in, it goes right back on. Okay. Okay, um, my next question is, um, so we have house A and house B. Um, so what's the policy if, um, if my student, or if, if my child uh, isn't in school on Monday and they're supposed to be, or I'm sorry, Tuesday, and they're supposed to be house A, are they allowed to come in on house B day? No. Okay. They're assigned their day and that's it. If they're not there, they're absent. Okay. But they could zoom in at home, then they wouldn't be completely absent. <laughs> they would be in, in the learning, they just wouldn't be in the building. Okay. Um, what's the policy, um, and I know teachers have a different um, thought on this, but um, what's the policy about um, having uh, cameras on during Zoom? Is that an expectation that you all have that everybody has their cameras on while you're doing Zoom and also um, in person as well? It's kind of been my policy for it just because I need to see what they're doing. Um, you know, if it's off and I want to see something, I'll say so-and-so, I need to see you, put your camera on. Um, and then if it goes off again, if I need to see them, I'll ask them again. But for the most part, 
only one or two ever really turn it off and, and try to leave it off. But I just say, I need to see you, put your camera on. So that's how that rolls with first graders anyway. Um, how, when do you take attendance um, in the, when you're here in school? Do you do it first thing in the morning uh, during breakfast or how does that work? I usually wait until the second Zoom time because if as long as they've zoomed in at least once in the day, they're present. So I wait till after the second Zoom, which is around two o'clock, and then I'll try and quickly do my attendance thing so it's done. And if I don't get it done before all the reading groups, I'll try and do it right after. Because Dawn, what time does it have to be done by? It has to be done by four. By four o'clock. So my, my next question is, um, if you have laptops in the classroom that the students have their own, um, if your one of your students forgets a laptop, do you have um, laptops that they borrow or what's your policy on um, laptops if they forget them at home? Well, Kelly might have to speak to that, but there aren't just a bunch of other laptops sitting around waiting for them to borrow or use. So if they forget theirs, they're just going to have to watch from the smart board and do what they can do um, during that day and don't forget it the next day. Yep, and that's basically what we have. Um, the goal by Prince William County is to go through and make sure every kid has one laptop, but that's not giving us any extras. So it is a case of just like Ms. Thompson said, if Bob says, hey, I forgot my laptop today. Sorry, Bob, we do not have extras for you to borrow. You simply have to go through and do your best that day without the technology and remember it for the next time. Uh, speaking of, I guess, another question for Ms. Thompson. Um, I know kind of seeing what the schedules that were sent out prior um, in our team meetings we've had um, for this transition from in-person and the hybrid learning. Um, most, I guess it's kind of understood just kind of keeping things the same. Like you said before, you've just um, same Zoom time, same kind of basic schedule. Um, and like Ms. Kim said too, so I guess our plan would be, or to set up the expectation for students, is like, listen, just so if, if our Zoom time is at 10 and 1.45, we're going to stick to those times. Yep. And in between, you're doing like your small group instruction or yep. the, okay. And the work that you've assigned them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, did you provide any type of like manipulative bags for the students or anything? Because I know that um, the, from what we hear that, you know, students aren't able to get out of their seats at all. And typically we would have them, you know, do centers and move throughout the room or like um, use manipulatives or play games, but that's going to be not even like, that's out of the question, right? Well, not completely. I went to the dollar store and bought like little tubs, little white tubs and to put in front of their desk. And I put a whiteboard, eraser marker, uh, a little bag of cubes, Legos I bought at the dollar store so they'd have something to do. Um, a couple little Play-Doh thingies. They could play with Play-Doh right there on their desk because they're basically playing by themselves. Um, and so those are the things they can put back in their own little baggies, put back in that little tub. And that's as far as they go around to the front of their desk to the tub, sit back down, you know, and they've been happy with Play-Doh and Legos for at least the first three weeks. <laughs> and just a heads up too, I noticed Ikea now also has Legos. I was in there online a couple days ago. 
Um, I have a question about dismissal. So do you have, um, how did you get your students' okay, best um, number? My next question, um, oh. Ms. Uh, Thompson, is um, how, does, um, how does dismissal work at the end of the day? Uh, do you have, um, do each of your uh, uh, teammates, um, like do some teachers take down buses, some teachers take down um, car riders, uh, permanent pickup? Um, can you explain how that works? Yes, because we've had an aide sub in with us are you choose like if I would take the kids out to the buses I go that way and then my aide would go down to the cafeteria where the car riders line up in a certain spot where a cone has your teacher name on it and that's where they line up the x's are separated from each other so they're all not right next to each other um you know when I have four kids three go out to the buses and I take one down to the cars when I have five kids, three go out to the bus and two go down to the cars. It's, it's not hard. And Dawn dismisses everybody and says when to come down. So everybody's not trying to merge into the hallway at the same time. Okay. Okay, um, my next question or comment, I guess, is um, for those uh, teachers, um, when you come in next week, Miss um, Sells and I asked that, and Miss Grove also, we asked that um, as soon as the students come in and you get them situated, if you can have them take out the laptops that they have, um, that way it'll let um, us know whether um, a laptop needs to be exchanged or replaced, because some of the laptops, if they have a green sticker on them, um, they're out of date. So we want to make sure that as soon as they come in on House, B, on house A day on Tuesday and House the, uh, B day on Wednesday, that you go through the laptops and at least take them out so we can take a look at them. Um, and then Miss Grove and I will um, come around and any laptops that need to be exchanged, um, we'll exchange them um, for newer ones. And I'm sorry, Miss Ells. And then also just a heads up, if your kids have not had their laptop on school property in quite some time, that first day that laptop is probably going to run a little slow because it's going through and pulling updates. And the same thing too with your laptops. The first time you bring them into the computer, I'm sorry, the first time you bring them into the building and turn them on, they're gonna be a little bit slow because they're running updates. So please be patient with them. Okay, go ahead, Ms. Grove. And then just for the teachers coming in on the first day next week, on Tuesday, that's when you'll get your key to your room and your badge for the door. You always get it on the first day. First day with students. Okay, all right, thank you. Um, that pretty much um, kind of uh, summarizes and sums up our, um, our meeting and our agenda for today. Um, does anybody have any questions that um, were not addressed that they um, need answered or um, any questions that uh, you um, may also have? Uh, Ms. Ells? Um, actually, just something to share with you guys. We've gone through over this hiatus, let's call it, and change the way that we manage the iPads. So please remember to bring your school iPad with you. If it's sitting somewhere in the back of your classroom, as long as you know where it's at, pull it out, go ahead, put it on the charger and charge it up. 
I will be coming around sometime this month and saying, hey, I need to borrow your iPad for like 20 minutes. And I'll go through and I'll synchronize it with the new school network and the managing and everything else. Just wanted to let everybody know. The building, the building times are 745 to. We can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Okay. So the building hours are 745 to 4.30. So you won't be able to get to the building any earlier than that. So since you're missing your swipe badge, be here between 7.45 and 8 so you can get in with somebody and that way we can get to your badge. You also will have to do the QR code as soon as you come in the door. You have to do that entering and exiting every single day. Yeah, and the, um, the QR code is right outside the, I think, big space room. There's two sets of them. One, um, uh, as, as Ms. Grove said, one to enter the building, one to exit the building. That just documents um, that you were here and it documents um, the room that you, um, that you went to. Um, also, actually, one other thing I was, I was thinking about this, um, Ms. Thompson just popped in my head. Um, how do you go about using um, the, uh, the, um, the uh, teacher resource room? Uh, do you go in, um, Pretty much, or how does how does that work for you if you're the, using the resource room? Are you allowed to be in there with um, more than one person, one at a time, or? You're talking about the copy room. Yes, you can get your mask is on and only one person at a time. So if you open the door and someone's already in there, you're gonna have to come back in a little while and check and make sure there's only supposed to be one person in there at a time. Okay. All right, does anybody else have any questions or any other concerns or thoughts about um, coming in uh, next week to the, uh, oh, sorry, Ms. Harrison. Miss um, Thompson, so how um, will lunch work? I know that we can only have three staff members in the lounge. So do you eat lunch? Like, where do you eat lunch or how does that work? Well, it's kind of worked where there's only been three people in there. Um, okay like one of our aides and myself and Ms. Newsom or on a different day, because there's some days that the teachers don't come. So Mrs. Newsom only has to come on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mrs. Jorgensen only has to come on Wednesdays and Fridays. They don't have kids the other days, so they Zoom with them from home. Um, so if you guys don't have kids on one of the house days, you don't have to be in the building. Otherwise, you could eat out in your car or uh, in your room if you want. Uh, my aide usually stays in the room while the kids are eating. I put on Bernstein Bears or something or like a watch while they're eating. And then I, I run down to the lounge. Because we have lunches at different, well, no, we have lunches at the same time, actually, don't we? All have lunch 12 to 1. <clears throat> So I'm not sure if there'll be a schedule on the door or whatever now that more people are coming back or not. Yeah, Thank I you. think they're working on a, um, an adjusted uh, lunch schedule. Um, I, think Ms., I think Dr. Jamison is working on that um, for, for next week. And I know that they will be meeting with you guys next week as well. And they might have more information then about um, how lunch works and everything. Okay. 
dusted. Um, Miss Grove, I believe you just said something about coming in at a certain time to do something with um, access to the building. I wasn't clear on, was that just like the first day that the students are coming in next week? So since you guys don't have your access card, you need to come in the day with the students. Sorry. I can't hear you that well, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, she just said that um, since you have no, oops, actually, you know what, let me unmute your real quick. And I'm showing up with their access card. Yeah, what Miss um, Grove said is um, on se at 7.45, just on the first day. Um, so that would be next Tuesday, come in at 7.45 and you'll get your access and ID card then. So that way you'll be able to go in and for future days and you come in Wednesday and the rest of the week, you'll be able to swipe in um, by uh, the Think Big Space store and be able to come in and then be able to go in and uh, uh, scan the QR code for, um, for your attendance. Okay, is there any way to do it prior to that possibly? Because um, uh, my spouse is gonna be doing um, mandatory work travel. So I'm gonna be with my three-year-old by myself I'm about 25 minutes from there. <laughs> okay. Are you going to um, be here the first day, uh, house aid? Uh, day Correct, yes. But I wasn't planning to be quite that early. <laughs> okay. Well, when you get here, um, it'll be here waiting for you just on that first okay. day. Okay. All right. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. We just want to do 745 so there wasn't a whole group of uh, teachers and staff together at the same time to be able to spread it out before, um, before school started. I see. <laughs> okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, does anybody else have any questions, comments, thoughts about um, Ms. Davis? Yes, I know that we've seen um, several emails and parents have received an email about like the, um, the parent questionnaire about uh, like kind of like the health check. So my question is, I know like when I take my son to daycare, he's screened with um, uh, temperature, this temperature checked, mine's checked before I even, you know, enter into the building. Um, and then even like doctors, you know, sometimes you have to swap out the mask. So it, is, it, is it clear, I guess to assume, Robbie, that um, parents, uh, that, we, that the temperatures will be checked when the children I know will come into the building or not? No. So are we, should we, um, do you think it'd be encouraged if we check the student temperature or do we just to say, you know, if, we, if we suspect that we send them to the nurse? Would that be the protocol? If you suspect it, I would suggest calling the nurse and seeing if you're sending the child to her or if she's coming to see the child. Okay. Yeah, and according to Ms. Grove, this is why I'm saying call the nurse because the nurse is actually going to come to you. Okay, got it. Yeah, but they're also, um, just so you're aware, there won't be any uh, temperature checks prior to the students entering the building. So is there anything else you wanted to add about that, Ms. Thompson? No, it's just not being checked. Okay. Just everywhere else, but not a school. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, any other questions, comments, thoughts? Um, Ms. Harrison? Um, yes, one question for Ms. Grove. Um, we've been asked to provide bus numbers for our students. Where do we get this information from? Can't hear you. Go now, Grove. 
you can try to look on their page. If you really shout, we'd be able to hear you. But well, I can do that. That's not a problem. There you go. So you can try to look on their page and look under their travel information, and it should give you a bus number. If not, just send me the students' names, and I can send it to you. Okay, thank you. Okay. Awesome. Um, any other questions, comments, thoughts about um, next week? Are you all feeling um, that this wasn't informed? Miss Tantum, why are you shaking your head now? I see you. You were going to ask if we're ready. Well, well, I, I said no, but, ready, but <laughs> this was very inform informative. Thank you. Well, that's why we were hoping that this would be some kind of an informative um, kind of get you to be at ease a little bit for, you know, what the expectation is and uh, let you know that, um, you know, kindergarten and first grade, they've been through this, um, through this, uh, you know, phase of this phase and process of um, the hybrid learning. Um, and uh, they did a outstanding, phenomenal job. And uh, we know that you're going to do the same thing with second and third grade. Um, just, you know, let you all know you're not in this alone. So if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, um, feel free to reach out to, um, to any one of us. And, um, you know, we're here to you know, to make it a smooth transition and, um, and everything. So we hope this um, little meeting that you found informative um, and, um, you know, uh, good luck next week. And uh, we'll be right here if you need anything, just feel free to reach out to us. Just one more thing, when, when you're coming in the door in the morning, you need to have your cell phone ready on your camera because that's what you put it up to the QR code. And then it'll ask you what time you're coming in the building. It's like, well, I had no idea how to do this stuff. So now I do. Yeah. And it will also, um, the first time you go to do it, it may ask you to, um, what your uh, username and password is. Um, the username and password is the same thing that you would log on to your computer with. Um, same thing you would uh, check your email with on your phone. Um, and you should uh, do it one time. Hypothetically, you should just do it one time. And then, you know, by the afternoon, as long as you're in the area, you should be able to scan it um, again and uh, it should be able to tell what time you arrived and what time you left. Okay. Um, before we go, any other last um, comments, thoughts about anything? I know you all got this. I mean, we're, like I said, we're here together for this to make it happen. So, Feel free to reach out and um, you know, we'll do, do what we can to, to help you with the easy, smooth transition. Sorry, Ms. Bloom, can you repeat where we should go to find the student transportation or mode of transportation? It should be on their own individual page at the very bottom. Oh. In the, the hub? In the hub. In, in the hub. If you hover over the student's name and go to their their information, it should be on. OK, that. OK, OK, no problem. Thank you. You're welcome. OK, um, well, we thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, meet with us today. Um, if you do have any questions or any concerns or thoughts that um, you didn't come up with, you didn't think about um, during the meeting, uh, feel free to reach out to one of us and you know we'll get back to you um, and hopefully you'll be able to um, answer your question.
Thank you. Be in the building. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see you all next week. See you. Bye. 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 Take care.